Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another edition of your rodeo episode brought to you by the McGregor Company and the Ellensburg Rodeo. And John, we are on site at the Ellensburg Rodeo. It's just so much better being here recording. You know, they call uh, University of Washington, the Husky Stadium, the greatest setting, you know, the, the football stadium there. Self-proclaimed. But as, as we're looking at the uh, rodeo arena here from the friendly confines of the Gold Buckle, the Bo- Gold Buckle Club, I mean, what a view. Yeah. I, I love it here. If we could host every day, I still wouldn't get, uh, wouldn't get tired of this view. Absolutely. We got the, the clouds rolling in. We finally got clouds. We had a little bit of rain out in the pocket today. Recording this on a, uh, I believe it's a Tuesday, yeah. A uh, couple evening. weeks before the Ellensburg Rodeo firing up. Can't believe it. In two weeks, um, it's going to be pretty darn crazy here. And, and dare I say two weeks, we're going to talk with some friends today, and I think it might already be crazy already in terms of schedule, yeah. in terms of uh, commitments going on. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, if you've been paying attention to Rodeo like I have, mm-hmm. it's been crazy here as the Northwest Run has started here. Everybody. If anybody, the who's who is up here in the the PNW, the Pacific Northwest, and, and uh, um, you know, you got Moses Lake this week and Caldwell Night Rodeo this week as well can be uh, another big one. And so uh, the guys are here. Um, OMAC was just last week, Hermiston as well. And uh, our royal court was in was in OMAC on, on, uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, and that's a friendly confines if you like 150 degree weather. <laughs> Hot. So, but uh, just a, a an exciting time, a very very busy time. But I mean, I say it, I, I say the same thing over and over again. We spend more time in my family budgeting and planning around Labor Day week uh, or the weeks leading up to Labor Day than we do any other holiday. And Labor Day weekend to me is a pretty religious holiday to me. Right. Yeah. Well, it's definitely been fun, you know, get on the Cowboy Channel, watching things when the Mariners aren't on, right? There's stuff going on. I did hear it, and we'll ask this later. There's a rumor going around about a rodeo board member taking a stick horse down the suicide run. We'll ask Carrie about that later. <laughs> but uh, we'll, but that no, was it's, fueled by maybe not even light beer. I think that was just buckskins. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's been a lot of fun being able to catch up on that. And knowing it, it's been a, I mean, it's always fun when they come here to Ellensburg, but just watching things as it rolls in. It's just yep. been so much. There's more to it than people that have been watching. So yeah, there's a lot that has happened with some contestants. That's right. Uh, you know, so everybody here is everybody that comes to Ellensburg. They're you know they're world champions. They're world leaders. Um, they could be circuit uh, champions as well. And and one guy, one uh, huge name, Tough Cooper, mm-hmm. got hurt over the weekend. Um, he got his finger caught in his coil, ripped off. Uh, not ripped off his finger, but ripped off the uh, fingernail and ripped off some skin. He's got, I think he even broke his finger as well. So 30 stitches later and, and being bandaged up, he, uh, he's going to be out for at least two weeks, which would mean if all goes well, we'll have him here. And uh, um, But he's having a heck of a year. I mean, he's second in the all-around, uh, second in the tie-down roping to a, uh, a former guest of ours, Shane Hanshey. So he's got the, the NFR wrapped up, but, uh, you know, he's um, chasing Stetson Wright for the all-around crown, and this one kind of hurts him. But I have high hopes that he'll be here in Ellensburg, even though he's hurt, because if you don't rope, you don't make any money. So, uh, But uh, locally here, the Minor Brothers have been doing absolutely outstanding. They were kind of uh, 16th, 17th in the 
world standings. Now they're both uh, back into the top 10 after winning about uh, 16,000 or so the last couple of weeks. Shoot, Jason Miner just won the all-around in Hermiston. Jordan Ty uh, just won the all-around in in, uh, in Grandview. Tucker Brog, Cass Kaiser both won a few thousand in, in OMAC. So it's been a really fun watching the, watching the local guys uh, do pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah. So they'll all they'll all be here. They'll all be here uh, in Ellensburg, and just uh, I want to say about depending on the year, about five or five hundred, five hundred fifty people trying to make some money off of Ellensburg Rodeo again. Two weeks from now, we'll we'll be here in the arena. Absolutely, it'll be pretty nice seeing these stands full again. Hopefully, they're full again. I'm assuming they will be, and uh, just life back to normal. Hopefully, it stays that way. We should probably bring in our guests. Let's do it. Who are here to talk this week? We are joined by rodeo board member Andy Andrews, who's in charge of the entertainment. You're going to tell us all about that. Yeah. We got the stick horse race winner, Carrie <laughs> Clift. <laughs> and then we got the president. You know, we, got, we're in, we like to be around high the class. The big dog. Right? The president yeah. of the top hands, Buddy Stanovich, joined us here. He will get on the mic here. Him and Carrie. Carrie kind of likes to hog that thing sometimes. So yeah. we got to make sure. <laughs> it fit me better. Huh? That's yeah. right. That's right. So, guys, <laughs> welcome. Thank you for coming on the podcast with us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Talk to me about entertainment. Talk to me about music. Talk to me about what's going on right now. Two weeks uh, before we start this thing up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm f- completely excited. I mean, we've had a year where we didn't do anything, and I've strung these guys along. Yes, we're gonna do this. You know, <laughs> a, we're just waiting for the governor to say, "Yeah, we can do this." And uh, well, June fifteenth came around. And I sent out an email to everybody say, hey, we're doing this. So um, we, got, we got good with the concert. Um, David Lee Murphy, you know, he's, gonna, he's our headliner there. And then um, Chance McKinney, who's been here at Ellensburg Rodeo for, oh, I don't know, at least six, seven times, um, who has quite the following, he's going to open up for him. So that's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to bring him after the concert um, behind the shoots, and we're, we're going to have a little after party nice. and, and, and just take it all the way till midnight. The thing about Chance to me is, like, if he doesn't own a house here or something like that, he needs to start living here because Ellensburg is synonymous with him being behind the shoots yeah. or, or opening up uh, the concert as well. So, I mean, people like him. He's got a, a heck of a following, and, and that behind the shoots is just packed when he's playing. Oh, I think one of the craziest crowds that I've ever seen was um, Chance had it, and we were videoing it. Uh, Central Washington was doing the video. They brought, like, 12 students down, and they just filmed it from every angle. And then we were on, uh, what, YouTube shortly after that. I mean, everybody saw Ellensburg behind the shoots, and so that was a great moment. so well, it was Ch- Ch- boy, boys will be boys, I think, was recorded yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, no, he's done a lot for our rodeo, and, you know, we're welcoming him back. So, um, that's Thursday night. Friday night, hey, we're going way out the box. This guy has gone from being a, a bullfighter, <laughs> and then he went to... Um, what the, he was uh, the wolf man. The wolf that, man. In a, what was that yeah. thing? That strongman competition? Strongman yep. gladiator uh, kind of thing. Yeah, gladiators. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That. He was a wolf man on the yeah, gladiator. Yeah, on a gladiator. <laughs> and then he, um, all of a sudden he released the CD. And I go, okay, 
this, this guy is pretty cool, and we'll take a chance on him. He sang the national anthem here two yeah. years ago yeah. on Monday. Mm-hmm. I had goosebumps, and I said, this guy yeah. brought it to yeah. me. <laughs> so he's going to open up Hollywood. Don Yates is going to open up for us uh, Friday night. So I think the gonna... funny part about Don is when we were at our Ellensburg party, was it two or three years ago in uh, Las Vegas, he was like, hey, can I want to sing for you guys. I want to open up for your concert. And I'm like, you sing? I didn't even know he sang. <laughs> and then we, I think we went on YouTube, didn't we? And we looked up and uh, he was singing a national anthem somewhere. I'm like, well, if you can sing the national anthem, and this guy actually has pipes. Yeah, so he's a good singer, right? Oh, yeah, he's a very but good if, singer. And, and I, I've heard him, and I, I know what you're talking about, the, mm-hmm. the national anthem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, you don't screw up that song, and he didn't. He, he belted it out, oh, right? he belted it. But a guy like that, I mean, I've I've known him since he was a bullfighter here when I started watching the rodeo here, and that was in 2000, so 21 years ago now. And that guy, he's got the 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 cojones, I guess you could say, to to jump into anything. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you got enough uh, cojones to to fight bulls, then maybe you can sing in the the world's greatest song in in front of the 9,000 people. So well, I, a, I'm looking he, forward to him. He's an entertainer. He I is. Mean, he, and he, uh, yeah. I mean, he's got a command of the crowd. He, he played here a couple years ago, right on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, behind yep. the shoots. Yep. And uh, I went over there for a little bit just to watch him. And, I mean, he's he's working the crowd, and he has people singing with him and dancing with him. And he's just he has that personality yeah. to, to bring a crowd yeah. in. And, and he, he can sing. So. And he's on Friday. He's on Friday night. Yeah, we're going to take it all the way to 1 a.m. <laughs> and then hopefully we wake up Saturday morning. <laughs> I think we got a parade to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, we'll talk about that here yeah, shortly. Yeah. And then, um, so Saturday afternoon, we got this kid out of Bremerton, Joe Gibson Jr. Um, he got referred to me by one of our rodeo photographers. And uh, I, I gave him a listen. And this kid is just doing it he yeah. has energy and uh, i said no you're you're in and so i'm looking forward to him saturday afternoon because there's a big transition as we're going to the bulls yeah and um you know we're, we're just keeping the crowd pumping like all day hopefully you know none of them will pass out <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah and then saturday night so this guy kurt van meter uh, approached us via email. I already l- kind of like what he had to say uh, or sing. I like this sound. And then Kerry s- reached out to him and just made a connection. And we're over in Kerry's house and we s- made a deal that evening. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the, guy, the guy's been pumped for two years. Um, yeah. Not even, you know, I mean, he was supposed to play last year, and we've held him over, and uh, he's, yeah, so th- he's going to be a whole bunch of energy. Well, and he's, uh, he has the national fiddle champ two-time now in his band, so. Really? Uh, That's cool. So not many times, yeah, do you hear, uh, you know, a fiddle in the band, but, you know, he's got his own songs, but he does a lot of Charlie Daniels in Alabama, and. So it's going to be, uh, he, he will make you uh, dance, sweat, and uh, he's going to blow the walls off of uh, Beyond the Shoots. This guy has and high energy. Saturday night or Sunday? Saturday night after, after the Bulls. Bulls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and he is, uh, 
He's been doing quite a bit in Wyoming and touring around, and he's got a new song out that uh, I got. It says "Go bleep, bleep yourself," right? Uh, <laughs> about what's going on in the world. But uh, sounds like a good guy. Yeah, he uh, he is ecstatic. He 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 rodeoed himself, in Oregon State, and uh, so he's he just you know he understands rodeo and the rodeo crowd, and he'll uh, he get he sent a song list that was I don't know hundred songs and. And I'm like, man, alive! You're gonna kill people with that many high tempo songs. And he goes, well, if I see they're about to pass out, I'll slow it down to a slow song. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but so we're we're excited for Kurt Van Meter Band to come out of Oregon here. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm really excited. And then we're gonna slow it down a little bit. Well, uh, Saturday afternoon, I got a local band, um, Bakersfield Mafia out of Cleelum. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you know we are a local rodeo and. I, I got to have somebody, you know, that you know, from here and give them an opportunity to play and, right. you know, one, one of the best places to play. And then uh, that night, Santa Poco, uh, just an enjoyable band that can go all over the place. And, you know, they got a George Strait kind of sound, a Dwight Yoakam kind of sound, and just it's, it's, it's going to be fun. And uh, I think Sunday night's the right crowd. Uh, there's been uh, groups, dance groups that have come over from the west side, and they just come to Ellensburg every single year mm-hmm. um, just to do the Sunday night uh, event. Really? Yeah, I think there's 40 of them. And this is a stop on on their... Yeah, summer year, tour. Year, on their yeah. summer tour, yeah, going around and dancing to different places. So... Um, you know, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then I'm carrying them over because um, um, one of the great band uh, singers was going to be Wade Jennings, but he had to pull out um, f- on Monday because it, the uncertainty of what we're going to do here in Washington, you mm-hmm. know, so he, he needs to go make money. So we carried them over because I thought, again, Santa Poco was going to be the right crowd for our local right. group on Monday. So I think we got our Sunday and our Monday, and we're going to have a lot of fun at this. Yeah. So it, correct me if I'm wrong, based off of kind of what you were saying, you know, uh, you, you knew somebody from somebody or you got a referral from somebody. I mean, is it – how do you know how to recruit these guys, or do they kind of come to you because the significance of playing in Ellensburg, or is a little bit of, you know, you know them from, you know, Chance, obviously you, we know. Yeah, uh, but other bands and stuff like that. How is there a give and take on? Carrie opened the door here, what seven years ago? No, nine years ago. And he opened up the door to inviting all kinds of bands. You know, different. We had like one band for all weekend. Right. And then it started. You know, other bands heard that they, you know, were opening it up, and now we have an email list of like twenty-eight people that mm-hmm. want to. Or 28 bands that want to play every year, and um, we we go up to Cleelum. We watch a couple of these guys, you know, play at the Brick. I've driven all the way over to the West Side to uh, to listen to um, bands. Um, so a lot of these have been referrals, um, and but it, and and people I've had on the waiting list. So going into next year, this is the first year that I have that. I don't have somebody from the waiting list from almost four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, these uh, 
<clears throat> these bands will start sending you videos and, you know, what their claim to fame is, I guess. But uh, I think the biggest thing is, is actually for us to go out and see them. And right. uh, it's like, okay, well, that fit our crowd. Because there's been some bands we looked at that, ah, that's not going to work. That's not the style of music or not enough energy. Or, But we've had some phenomenal uh, people entertain here. But the hard part is when you have a really good one, uh, say like an Aaron Crawford, and like a, we've had him multiple years or chance. So we got to take a couple years off to get some other people opportunities and get some new blood in here. But, I mean, there's some there's some good singers out there that right. we've had that, uh, I mean, they've been open or they've been on the watershed stage or the, what is it, next to Nashville, I guess next they to call Nashville, it. Yeah. And uh, that's actually where I've seen, uh, we had a gal, Ray Solomon, I think five years ago. I remember her. Yeah, yeah. I was walking by, going to watershed, and she was playing at the next in Nashville, and I'm like, wow, that gal, gal's got pipes. So then I reached out there and signed her. She played at Behind the Shoots and then the Sunday Night Springwood Party, and now she's a Nashville recording artist. You know, so you don't know. Uh, there's a gal that, uh, what's her name, uh, Jesse Gergen. She uh, tours with Gretchen Wilson now. She she did a, a, a little stint at the Behind the Shoots and then uh, did the Sunday Night Party. Saw her down in Oregon. I actually saw her in Pendleton. So I'm like, oh, that gal's got some pipes. And so that's what we encourage is, like, I know you've got a buddy that's a singer, and we, we'd like to bring him on board, but he's a little uh, too expensive, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> No, he'd be a good guy to bring. But It's probably pretty expensive. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, if you're at some of these events or rodeos, I'm like, hey, you know, tell one of us, you got to check these guys out. I think they'd be really good to entertain in Ellensburg. So. Well, we got to give him pro- – it was Austin Jenks is who he's talking he's, right. he's the official music of our podcast. So. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's, he's, he's good music. No, he's he great. But he's good. L- and what, what, out of our he's yeah. gotten himself to where it's not going to the brick. He's he's in the mm-hmm. venues. Yes, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. What Carrie is uh, yeah. not – what Carrie has said without actually saying it is if uh, if you want to get to Nashville, you have, Sir, to, you have to start at yep. Ellensburg. Well, I mean, I, we've already talked about the opening band, and I bring this up every time. That we need to bring on is John Goodat and the Shit Kickers. No, oh, that's happening. So, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. somebody if somebody falls out last minute, mm-hmm. I got a guy. So sound check on Thursday. Yeah, about 5:30. Yes. sound check. Yeah. I'm sure you and David Lee would sound great together. Oh yeah, you know what? we would we would uh, we would just pretty much uh, make poetry together and uh, combination of Jesus nobody can and play the tambourine like it's me. I mean, I can bust out the tambourine like it's nobody's business. So um, yeah. And you know David Lee has seen that talent, and right. he's paid me accordingly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, is there such thing as fresh off the press? You guys want to try something? here? Breaking news. Let's do it. This is this is breaking news because like literally, Mister Turdowski was just texting me this. So Friday, seven a.m. of rodeo, we're going to be hosting for the Calgary Stampede Rodeo uh, team roping with thirty teams here. Seventy thousand dollars added. Cool. Don't know all that details, but we are doing it. It is official. Friday morning. Friday morning, seven a.m. But it's Calgary right Stampede. But we are hosting it here. All right. So add it to that. Can other we explain things. more? Uh, I don't know more because we can't go across the border. Uh, you can read it right, right. there. It's wow. Ooh, no, I, I believe you. I believe oh, you. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, fresh off the press. That'll so. be open to the public. Let's see. Friday morning would be because Slack's right after it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So all proceeds go to the. John Goodett and the Shitkickers Travel yep. Fund. So, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> fresh, fresh off the press right there. That's exciting news. That, that's just There's enough. a lot going on. <laughs> that's just enough to fund my trip to the timeout at Kittitas. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. That'll be great. Well, that's that exciting. might that's cover awesome. my bar that tab. Is, that was right there. And I, I should tell you guys that something's fun that's coming. So the Cowboy Channel you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, but they are bringing a, was it a 50-foot trailer? Or yeah, 45. A, a, yeah. Big, a big trailer. Big anyway, trailer. there's only five rodeos in the U.S. They're, they're bringing this uh, trailer to. And it's going to be uh, on the other side next to the Justin Sports uh, mm-hmm. Medicine trailer. And what they're going to be doing is, It'd be kind of like going to a, a sports venue. College game day yep. rodeo. Going, oh, we, we are doing that. And so they're going to be doing interviews. Like, I spent. like game day, right? Yep, yep, it is. And they're going to be doing a lot of interviews uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, there will be a big stage platform out in front of the Cowboy Channel trailer. Uh, there's 14 people coming, including uh, the owner of RFD TV right. and the oh, really? Cowboy Channel. And we'll really? be here Saturday and Sunday. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm not trying to, uh, you know, suck up to you guys because we're sitting here and <laughs> at, the, at the arena. I got board members and top hand guys here with me, but I gotta imagine Cowboy Channel doesn't do that with, uh, you know, a rodeo that adds five thousand dollars to each event and no. stuff like that. So, is there a certain um, level that you need to? I, I, mean, I don't know how they picked us. To be honest, I hadn't really heard, but uh, they're coming, and uh, they'll be here. They're actually gonna, they're, you know, they'll do the do the best of the best roping on right. Thursday, but they're rolling in on Wednesday, and like I said, that's when we're gonna start doing the interviews. And they're actually gonna uh, interview Chance McKinney as the opening act. Uh, cool. Uh, there's, we've gave them a list of people that they're gonna be interviewing within the community, and uh, it's gonna grow as as that week weekend grows. But they're gonna be here from Wednesday till Monday. Wow. And, and they're gonna be filming on Monday. But it's, I think it's a huge <laughs> deal that you know the coverage, but they're doing. The extra, extra coverage that right. uh, they it'd be the same things they did at Reno Rodeo. So with wow. the trailer, so that's really cool because in in Cowboy Channel is just pretty much synonymous with with uh, you know just the rodeo coverage. So just over the last couple of weeks, I've either I've watched Hermiston, Sykeston, Dodge City, uh, uh, Lovington, all on the Cowboy Channel, and I mean. They're the who's who of, of rodeo coverage. So the fact that they're bringing their big they're, dog trailer. Their A squad's coming to Ellensburg. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Right. That that's is really awesome. Cool. That is awesome. Absolutely. And we're going to need to know more about this breaking news as well. Right? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know much details, honestly. That's just uh, that's awesome. I got the confirmation. So you know what? That, it, that means we'll get work, done working the dirt at, you know, 3 a.m. and have a, a Calgary uh, rodeo uh, – 30-team rope, rope off here at 7. <laughs> you'll sleep in the... What is the, sleep? He'll, he'll sleep Not in needed. the Cowboy Channel's trailer. Yeah. Yes. That's why they bring it. That's right. And, you know, I tell you what, Carrie, it's, it's late-breaking <laughs> news like that. You know, a, a few more of those, you're going to get on the payroll here of the podcast. That's right. right. Yeah. It's a very rich yeah. job. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and bring on our next, because we're getting presidential here. I saw the security guards walking them in. Yeah. <laughs> we rolled out the red carpet. That's right. The, fla- the flashlight's <laughs> down so they can mark his trail on the, on yeah. the red carpet. I mean, yeah. guys that you walk up and you're like, I don't want to mess with that guy. No. no. That's who protects Buddy here. Yeah. Buddy, thank you for coming on and, and talking talking shop with us today. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Of course. You are about to get super busy. <laughs> Along with everybody else involved in the whole yeah. rodeo here, huh? We say you're about to, but you, are you you've already been busy. super busy? We've been, we've Quite been slammed. Busy. Yeah, yeah I, if I could wrap up this uh, this year so far, I think it would be paint. Um, <laughs> this place needs paint like we've never seen before. When you take a year off and you uh, 
you know, the maintenance it just doesn't get attended to. And so, yeah, we've been painting a lot of things. Um, paint and hand sanitizers. Uh, just, I guess. Uh, so is that like where you have designated stations and everything like that just to kind of be yeah, as clean as possible? And Yeah, we're going to throw around uh, quite a few hand sanitizing uh, locations for folks. Uh, keep their hands clean. <laughs> is so, there quite a bit of... I mean, the world we live in, we know the regulations. Is, is there a list of things that we're given that has to happen to make this thing happen, or is it just you know just common practice of what we, the world we live in nowadays? Well, I hope it's just a one-year deal. But, I hope uh, so, too. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's a little bit above my pay grade there, but uh, we just we do what we're told and just try to fill in where we're yeah. needed. So um, for this year, yeah, it'll be uh, hopefully as back to normal as we can. Um, right. Just doing our best. What, uh, you know, so as, as we get closer to the, the rodeo weekend, I always find myself just kind of hanging out around the uh, arena more often just because this is, this is a home away from home. But, and so, I mean, every year there's always top hands and, and volunteers and maybe husbands and wives or spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends recruited to, to you know, keep the arena in tip-top shape, and you talk about paint and everything like that. But this is, I mean, it's nothing new. I mean, every year requires a lot of maintenance, upkeep. Um, so it's not like we're, this is just a one-time thing. It's just after two years of weather, wear and tear, um, I guess it's even more pronounced uh, what we need in terms of paint and, you know, just weeding around the, the walls and everything like that. Yeah, no, I mean, every year we're doing quite a bit of maintenance work here at the grounds and, and up on the hilltop. Um, this year a little bit more just because it hasn't seen it for a while. But, no, the the group, we've got 21 uh, top hands, and uh, they've all just been busy um, doing various maintenance projects and, and getting things in order. to. And, it, and it's a great honor to have the Cowboy Channel here um, but it also is a big responsibility. I mean, we've got to get this place looking in tip-top shape. Right. Um, and, and we want to do it justice. I mean, we want we want this place to look good and and uh, be recognized nationally. So it's, it's quite the honor. What's the uh, what's the hardest part of the preparation? Is it just the logistics of getting commitments from from volunteers, or is it uh, coming up with the materials and product you need to make it? To make it happen what's what's the hardest part of the prep yeah no, no we've got a we've got a great group of folks um and and they all jump in and and, and do their part and help out uh, i i couldn't be more proud of them um but just the time commitment getting uh getting folks organized to uh show up and and uh get stuff knocked out you know as quickly as possible because we all have other stuff to do right, right. so um trying not to take up too much time but um also got quite the job to do so you know the rodeo board um every one of the board members has their their specialty uh is that the same thing with with top hands either as we prep for the event or or the weekend of when when we get into the weekend yes i mean we all are kind of you know for lack of better words uh jack of all trades we jump in where we're needed uh but as the performances get going we all kind of spread out and we have different duties to do and um, some of the things are uh, running scores between the 
sec- the secretary shack in the, the announcer booth. Mm-hmm. We've got folks working on the grounds. We've got folks behind the chutes uh, servicing that whole area, Section 9, uh, the parade. I mean, you name it, seating, security, parking is a big deal, and it's going to be a really big deal this year. I mean, we've got a lot of folks coming to this area that they need to get parked, and um, that can get uh, challenging. We only have so much space, right? Mm-hmm. So, As long as you leave one spot for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's the highest bidder, so I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, uh, how long have you been a top hand? This is my seventh year, yeah. What got you into saying, you know, this is a, a, a calling or a commitment that I wanted to do? Was it uh, somebody twisted your arm and you realized, hey, I love what I'm doing, or is this something you always wanted to do? My father-in-law forced me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a part of the family now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said, I'll trade you this uh, pass. you got to come down and help me. So. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know, his father-in-law has been a top hand for I don't even know how many years. Many, many years. I don't know either. So I believe we know who your father-in-law is. Do you want to make that official here on the podcast? Do you want to throw your father-in-law under the bus? (laughs) It's Kevin (laughs) Wayne. The Kevin Wayne. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the proper title for him. What, uh, What do you most look forward to during the weekend? Besides maybe getting a couple of hours of sleep at night. You know, I, I just love everything about it. I mean, I really shine the light on last year not having it and how much uh, I miss doing it. It's just, mm-hmm. it requires so much work. It's all put together with nothing but volunteers to put on a, a rodeo of this caliber uh, is amazing. And to be a part of that, um, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And... Uh, the community, I know, loves it. Last year, uh, even though we weren't having it, we still put the rodeo flags out around town and the outpouring of the community. I mean, it just shows. They, they, uh, it's surprising how much they love those flags around town. It starts that spirit, you know, yep. of rodeo weekend. And um, so, no, it's just great to be a part of it and give back. You know, I don't want to be too dramatic, but <laughs> if we're going to talk about last year, you know, the flags being up, that's great. Saturday morning, uh, an abbreviated parade or something like that. Um, uh, I will give no truth to the uh, rumor that uh, maybe <laughs> there was some stuff going on behind the shoots on Friday night <laughs> as we um, commiserated, I guess, together. And I say we as in somebody else, not me. But, uh, I mean, it's a big deal. So when we, we get used to it, and I joke around <laughs> about things, but it's a big it's a big deal. So to not have Labor Day weekend like we've known for dang near 100 years, um, just the little things of, you know, that uh, the flags were out. There was still some preparation of the arena being at least maybe not painted or maybe not every single weed was pulled, but people still took pride in, in the fact that the rodeo grounds looked good, even though there wasn't going to be 9,000 people here a night or, or an afternoon. So, um uh, it's a uh, it's a labor of love to say the least, and even when we don't have the rodeo, it was it was definitely noticed. You know, and John, we uh, we got new lights. Two I know years we ago. didn't oh, get yeah. to yeah, yeah we didn't we get, get the, to use them was it yeah. Thursday night and Friday night yeah. and Saturday night it's gonna be exciting yeah and they're bright yeah 
extremely bright. Talk about the logistics of that. Is that something that took a few years to, I mean, there's always something, oh, yeah. I mean, capital type of improvements that happen year after year. Um, how long did it take the lights to come from a, an idea to literal reality? Three years. And I, uh, Katie Porterfield in the county did a really good job and Brett Waxmith and the top hand crews and Buddy and, and TNT Electric uh, put them up. Um, there's a lot of people involved in that. Are we really going to give Brett Waxmith credit? He did. He did. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. I don't ever, but I'm in this. <laughs> I joke. I joke, yeah. Well, and I, I work in uh, energy efficiency as a deal with the city, and so we actually were able to source some money and help them out with it too. And uh, I've been working on that, getting new lights in this place from that standpoint for about six years now. And, and it, to finally get it to happen and then not get to see them on is uh, – but I'm excited. It's going to be, it'll be a game changer. So you talk about like energy efficiency, and I don't understand the science or, or the money behind it, but that just means more, well, for lack of a better word, more efficient lighting, better lighting, more efficient. So cr- crowd's going to like it, and whoever's paying the electric bill is going to like it too. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Well, that Extreme Bulls on Saturday night for the filming part, so there won't be any dark areas where right. there was before. And mm-hmm. these are all LEDs, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, we had like a little lighting ceremony. Was that a? I remember yeah, the video, the video that. a year ago, maybe. And yeah, we just came down and turned them on, and these things are bright. It's yeah, impressively bright. I remember the video. I think there was a drone video or something like that, or maybe it was taken up on top of the hill. Yeah. But uh, it's cool. That's good. I think one thing, uh, buddy hasn't touched on that humbly, which is good. But he's in charge of all these top hands and, and how they are set to a committee. And he's done very good on picking people to be a part of, say, there's a committee of, what, eight or nine on the parade and, and finding that right person to be the leader of that parade. And or there's a committee of seven that's associated with the concert. And there's a leader, Shane Schrader, of that. Uh, so, buddy, you know, amongst all other things, it's organizing 21 people but finding what their strengths are. And and putting that team together that uh, helps support because, you know, being the concert lead, I, I can't do it by myself. And I got seven guys that are, bam, and then more people show up. It's great. But when you have that core guy like Shane Trader, in my case, uh, that you can depend on and he's your go-to guy, this thing just rolls smoothly. But, you know, Buddy put a lot of time and effort to make sure that right people are placed in the, the right spot and uh, – I want to commend him for that. That's that. That's a lot of. It takes a lot of effort in itself, because you got a lot of people, different personalities, and it's like, okay, how are you gonna? It's like a business. Where, where are you gonna put them? Where right. are their strengths? So. Right. Different personalities. They all have jobs, or mm-hmm. I would assume most of them do. Yep. And even the ones that might not have jobs or retired, they're still just as busy as everybody else. With everybody, yeah. It's amazing the the effort that goes into here, and you mentioned it, and we all know this. I mean. Uh, this is a 100% volunteer organization. I don't know if, if people still know that. I know not everybody knows that, but whatever I can do to tout that, because uh, you know, I always wonder how many people actually think uh, that we get paid for it. Six figures, <laughs> six figure salary. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm still. I'm sure you're all still waiting for that that first paycheck there. That definitely a a volunteer effort. Absolutely. You know, during the weekend, do you find yourself not being able to watch the rodeo because you're always working? Or do you ever get time to, 
is there ever a certain downtime that you get to at least see the action in the arena, or are you always running around? You you'll cl- catch uh, clips, you know, here and there, but you're yeah, you're not watching, you're right. not watching the rodeo, right? But it's what? something that you love to do. Yeah. What he really needs to do is upgrade his cell phone um, plan. Andy <laughs> says upgrade your cell phone. <laughs> no, because I've been there before. You got 40 messages on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> you turn your head. Yeah. Too Game many over. people calling all at once saying, hey, I need this. It's incredible. Or you're needed here. Yeah. yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, I mean, I wasn't the president, but I had my cell phone go down during the weekend. It wouldn't pick up cell reception. So I had to find a Wi-Fi and get the password, and I could only have iMessages. Oh, no. So... Knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that doesn't happen. <laughs> we get a cellular a cellular store on standby. I could only imagine how the chaos of that not working throughout that one weekend of the year. Yeah, so it's a three day weekend. <laughs> when it all comes down together, it's a weekend, three day weekend. Mm-hmm. You're going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, that's that's the worst time to have a cell phone go down. Yeah, especially when you know when you get a reset, you're gonna have 100 messages. Boom, 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 yes. boom, boom. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you guys have any parting thoughts for us before we wrap this thing up? We're going to do this. Um, I, I'm excited. People, come on. Let's have a great party this year. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So let's do this. Absolutely. You know, I know we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors, so i got a few more stats to, uh, to go over after a quick uh, Word from the McGregor Company. That's right. We'll do that. We'll be right back after this quick message. I'm Ian McGregor of the McGregor Company. There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop, from selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection. Management is a full-time job. At the McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale. It's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success. All right, John, we're back to wrap this thing up. Thank you to the McGregor Company for that great ad. Uh, thank you to Ellsberg Rodeo for being a sponsor of this podcast, too. That's right. So we've got uh, we've got two sponsors. We're, I mean, that's pretty much big time. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, we've made it. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty much quit the nine-to-five jobs. Yeah, that's done. Like, you that's, can get out of the tractor. But, I can get out of my desk. That's right. Yeah, we're so... So uh, let's talk about things a little bit. I'm, I made reference to, you know, uh, some local guys that are, that are doing well. It's always a great time to, to get hot, whether it's uh, Northwest Run or, I mean, it's always a good time to get a paycheck, right? Yeah. But, uh, and I mentioned, you know, Tough Cooper getting hurt, but uh, I would say I know Tough. Am I on his uh, speed dial list? No. But I know that uh, he wants to be here. Um, he could tell you... Uh, I could tell you where his favorite place to eat is, or maybe was his wife's favorite place to eat. Too many restaurants to that uh, to mention, but uh, he's got his, his list of, of restaurants to go to when he's here. So I know that Ellensburg, it's a big payday. He's won Ellensburg uh, in some way, shape, or form tw- uh, three times. He won the, the all-around here twice in 17 and 18. He's won the Calf Open twice in 17 and 19. Uh, and he's always winning checks here. So even though he's hurt, even though he's out for a couple of weeks, I gotta imagine 
that this is circled on his uh, on his calendar. And so, um, but you know, be you know, when I look at the standings, like I said, he's about a hundred grand behind Stetson Wright, and Stetson Wright might be. Uh, he might be this generation's Ty Murray when it comes to uh, all-around and, and maybe getting a triple crown because, you know, he won the bull riding last year, won the all-around uh, last year as well. Um, I mean, he's just a – he is a, a heck of an athlete. And um, so uh, I, I look forward to see that all-around uh, competition between him and uh, – between Tuff and, and Stetson – continue to take shape and and uh just looking at the standings you know sage kimsey number one bull rider uh in the world again you know he didn't finish didn't finish first last year but he's back into the number one spot looking for world title uh number seven for him and uh he's got about a forty five forty six thousand dollar lead over uh clayton sellers and so you know sage is going to be here he'll be a factor during the the purse will be a factor in the uh, the extreme bulls as well. One guy who I hope is here, JB Mooney, who's a two time PBR uh, world champion. He's sixth in the world uh, heading into this week. And again, we're two weeks out of uh, we're two weeks out of Ellensburg, so um, he'll probably have more than hundred thousand uh, won uh, by the time we get to by the time we get to Ellensburg. And then I was looking at the calf roping standings again. All these guys are going to be here. Shane Hanchy, he's got a world championship. Tough. He's second in the world. He's got three world titles in terms of calf roping titles. Caleb Schmidt, he's a two-time world champion, one or two-time world champion. Shad Mayfield, who was a tenth of a second off the uh, arena record here in 19, I believe it was. I mean, those guys, one through four, top four in the world, they'll all be here and. Um, I mean, it's just kind of a log jam in, in those standings. So I'm, I I just look forward to that. Haley Kinzel, I don't know if she'll make it here for the barrel racing, but she just crossed $100,000. You know, she's a three-time world champion, and her and sister, her horse sister is just a, um, a kind of a once-in-a-generation, maybe even once-in-a-lifetime kind of horse. And so just there's so many people that are doing so well uh, this year and, and this August, and they'll be here in Ellensburg. I just, I don't know if people really understand the significance of Ellensburg on the schedule in terms of a huge payday. You know, we were talking about the best of the best roping is here. New venue. It's no longer at the <coughs> West Star Ranch, uh, but it's here in Ellensburg. They're continuing it here uh, that the, um, that, you know, a specific committee has, has uh, taken over uh, and partnering with the county and the rodeo board to make the best of the best, uh, you know, continue on and, Kerry was talking about, you know, with the, the, the Calgary uh, competition that we're having on Friday, I think you said, Kerry, yeah. So, I mean, there's just so much opportunity to win money in Ellensburg, whether it's during the rodeo or extreme bowls or, you know, jackpots or county ropings. And, I mean, it's just, I mean, I will acknowledge my bias, but there is just hundreds of thousands of dollars to win here in Ellensburg. Absolutely. It's going to be a big one. I know that the whole – community i think we can speak for everybody's excited to see something normal happen in this county we got yeah. some sports this last fall little or spring a little bit of it but uh you know to see the stop signs going out on uh what's that alder street right now oh yeah that's when you know it's time and when you don't drive down that road again so alder little, little weekends over, right? yep. every stop sign you get so but we have a big we have a big congratulations to do you know the lady that runs the show i think you guys can agree megan meeks um she might not be in the office this week because uh, baby girl Meeks was born just a few days ago. So uh, I'm tipping my hat to, to Megan. Hopefully she gets some rest. 
That's what I was going to say. Many Christmas. Yeah. So, um, so congratulations to to the Meeks family and baby girl Meeks is uh, happy and healthy and uh, you know uh, we got a future barrel racer breakaway rope right. um, in our in our midst. So maybe a future uh, uh, royal court member as well. Yeah. So what's your mom Megan uh, was from? Uh, we'll just say a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, that's going to be double time. Not only are you tired from working all weekend, but baby screaming. Tell you what, I got the bags under my eyes because we're teething right now. So I, are you? I feel the pain of what's yeah. about to happen. All yeah. Right, well, so. <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm a, I'm an expert. Uh, I'm an expert uh, <laughs> father. You know, so any advice you need, just do the opposite of what I tell you. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> and Megan, I'm here for you as well. You need some advice on baby girl Meeks. John Gitt, that's the guy to talk to. He'll tell you who to talk to. Yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, we wrap this thing up. We want to thank again Buddy, Carrie, and Andy for coming on with us and taking the time and and uh, be able to talk shop. And I'm excited. This is going to be good. You know, it just even shows even more that how much time you guys put in, uh, everybody else on your committees that put in to make this thing happen. That um, you know, if you care about something, you do something well, and that's a big sign of what happens when you think of the Ellensburg Rodeo. So that's right. There's a lot that goes on, so make sure you appreciate those guys. Thank them after hours when you're enjoying that entertainment. And the, I don't know if they can drink there, but you can flip them a coin, maybe yes. give them yeah. free one there. So, but I'm excited. Maybe we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we can talk to you again before the rodeo happens here on Labor Day weekend. Until then, thank you again to the McGregor Company. Thank you to the world famous Ellensburg Rodeo for being sponsored of the podcast. And we will be back soon to bring you more. See you at the arena. The world's so big, this town's so small. If you circle the square, you've seen it all. There's no quick fix for a broken heart. When knows who you the Kids Valley Sports Talk podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kids Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kids Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music. Don't want to hold you back, just want to hold